Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Dynamo Discussions, where we talk to founders who are in the middle of starting and growing their companies. And this week, we have another great conversation with a founder. Santosh and I talk with Adam Compain of Clear Metal. We hope you enjoy. Have you always wanted to start your own company? Um, no, I wouldn't say I, I always have. I think I've always been a creative person and always had ideas um, in almost everything I've ever sort of done or touched. Um, and so that way, I guess maybe I've always been or had an entrepreneurial spirit. But it wasn't until um, a few years uh, that I, after a few years that I had spent at Google, and was thinking about what to do next that I thought seriously about potentially starting a company. And so what were you doing at Google? Uh, I did a variety of roles, um, three main things. I started off on Google's AdWords platform. This was working with some of the largest marketers in the world to understand how they can use uh, digital uh, to better advertise. Um, I then went on in 2009 when smartphones were really picking up and Mobile advertising was really picking up, and I became the mobile specialist for uh, Google's East Coast. And so I was advising uh, small, medium, and large marketers on exactly how they should use mobile uh, to do everything from build an app to actually advertise on on phones. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, at Google, I went over to work on new product incubation related to geocommerce. So anything that Google was touching related to Google Maps, shopping, uh, online to in-store. I had a hand in either helping integrate companies that Google had acquired in that space or producing uh, and developing products and releasing them out to the market related to geocommerce. And I guess digging into geocommerce there, is that, was that kind of one of the, uh, I guess, moments of discovery as to what informed you um, to the problems that Clear Metal today wants to solve? I think it was one of many, but maybe a more minor one. I think at the core, yeah, working on Google's latest products related to uh, to geocommerce, what I really came back in touch with was my, my fascination and interest with how things move around the world, how people interact with the physical world, um, and that had always struck me. And so, yeah, I think it was in part the work over there that drew me a little bit more into the logistics space, but I think it was actually more the function of the role, working with entrepreneurs, working with actually developing and launching new products and being able to see firsthand a little bit more of how a company does that. I think that increased my confidence level in, in being able to actually go out and do it uh, on my own with my own company. But really the, the interest in logistics stemmed back pretty far. My mother actually told me my first word was truck. I've always been enamored by big industrial things, particularly in logistics, so trucks, ships, planes, ports, and things like that. Personally, I've always been pretty obsessed with efficiency, and so most of the ideas that I've always had have revolved around how to make things just much more efficient and streamlined. And so I think the combination of those things um, led to me taking an opportunity while I was in business school after, after Google uh, that really led to the founding of Clear Metal. So maybe... Go ahead and explain exactly what Clear Metal is, and then what made you go, okay, this is an idea 
that is good enough for me to actually start my own company? Sure. Uh, so Clear Metal, in short, is a predictive logistics company. What we do is we use data science and machine learning to take the data in the shipping industry, organize it, make it predictive, and make it actionable so that parties in the logistics space or the supply chain from ocean carriers to freight forwarders to ports and terminals all the way down to shippers can use much more accurate data intelligence and insights about how they should make business decisions or physical asset allocation decisions so that their their operations are much more streamlined. And so, in a word, we, we offer a highly predictive SaaS software that relies on machine learning and data science to predict all things related to the container freight bookings and container freight movements around the world. What, what led to me really being compelled to start a company around this was actually, uh, it started off as curiosity. I, I, after Google, I went back to... Uh, I went back to get my MBA. I was at Stanford, and I had the opportunity to go work in any company or industry of my choosing. And it was a sort of internship. And so I really just decided to scratch this long-time itch and curiosity I had around logistics. I was fortunate enough to put together an internship over in Hong Kong at one of the largest container shipping companies. And merely through learning how the industry worked, I happened upon this problem where Ocean carriers spend uh, hundreds of millions of dollars moving empty containers around the world. And long story short, after a whole series of questions, me asking essentially why that was the case, what I really found was a, a, a very painful problem in a very long, large industry where it seemed like the existing approaches and tools to solve that problem didn't cut it. And I had the hypothesis that there was a better way to do this. And so it was really just... Again, huge problem, huge pain around this problem and feeling like there was just a better way. I wasn't exactly sure how, but I was compelled enough to go down the road to see if I and a team could, could solve it. And kind of how, how's that journey unfolded? Because it's kind of trial by fire, right? A, a lot of these things. How have you navigated that? Or what's kind of the, been the journey like to date? Yeah, it's been it's been a wild one. I'd say I'd say our journey was maybe not too uncommon for the typical entrepreneurs. Again, it started with a massive problem statement, right? We knew that companies spend a lot of money moving empty containers around the world, that they can't solve it because it has something to do with prediction and something to do with complexity. And so really that was the problem statement that we had. It wasn't even necessarily, it wasn't necessarily the idea. And so we, through the, the journey, we really treated it as a sort of experimental process, right? We started with that problem statement and hypothesis, built a very low budget, lightweight prototype to sort of validate the hypothesis that we had. Soon enough, we actually realized that the first idea we had, which was um, container interchange, um, wasn't the best way to solve the problem. And what we happened upon in the end was a true data-centric machine learning approach. And so we really built the company and established what we would really be about after many, many iterations. We would iterate the idea and iterate exactly how we viewed the problem through just speaking to everyone we could in the industry with the problem. We used a lot of uh, customer or industry feedback to refine how we were approaching things. And eventually we started using data to actually test the efficacy of the, of the solution we had started building. But let me know if I can, I don't know, elaborate there. No, I think that's great. Yeah. Sure. Um, how difficult is it for you to integrate your platform into you know existing 
I don't even know how it's done now, but, but for these people who have been doing this the old way for so long, has it been hard to adopt a new way of doing things with potential clients? Well, it's an interesting question. So not so much. The reason for that is there are standard types of data and messages that, that already are passed in the industry. And we take in those types of data and we convert them to our standard. And so um, part of our technology is making use of that old data and and converting it into new. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there is some customization, but it's really only on the data ingestion side. And it's it's not too challenging. It's not prohibitive for the company, I'll say. I think the the interesting part of that question is what also differentiates us and and what's so valuable about what ClearMetal is offering to the industry is the industry has is behind many. And over the past few decades, really what it's done is gone from analog to digital. And where it sits today is really just this digital called 1.0 stage. What all the companies in the industry really need is to get to the 2.0 or the 3.0, which is advanced data intelligence, machine learning, and the ability to use and leverage the data that they have. It's kind of an ironic question because part of what we offer is moving them to the new way. What would you say kind of you're spending the majority of your time in 2017 doing? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's always, I think it's always an interesting balance between short short and long-term goals. So in the short term, we are, you know, this year fully focused, obviously, on uh, continuing to commercialize our product, win contracts, convert customers, um, and bring dollars in the door, right? That's going to help fuel the growth we want to do. At the same time, it's a pretty, a pretty pivotal point in the industry, whereas I was sort of saying before, the whole industry is now um, looking and needing solutions to bring them from where they are today into this kind of uh, future of the supply chain, which is all around data intelligence and analytics. And so a lot of effort will be spent this year both further developing and productizing the platform that we have, and secondly, doing a whole lot of marketing and evangelism around the possibility of analytics in this industry and the fact that we are a provider that can help bring them there as, as partners. Santosh, do you have any more questions? No, I'm all good. Um, appreciate the, the the time, the advice, and you know, sharing your story, Adam. Yeah, sure. Thank you guys for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks Take so care. Much. This week's episode was brought to you by Ryder. Ryder operates behind the scenes, managing critical fleet transportation and supply chain functions for over fifty thousand customers, many of which make the products that consumers use every day. So thank you, Ryder. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll be back again with another founder chat in two weeks. As you wait, if you are interested in Dynamo Accelerator and Fund, you can learn more at dynamo.vc. Our applications close February 26th for our second accelerator cohort. So if you're a founder of a logistics, transportation, or supply chain startup and you're interested, well, head on over to dynamo.vc and learn more. Also, you can head to hitthebutton.com. That is our logistics tech publication where we have experts across the industry talk about the innovative things happening in logistics tech. Okay, have a great couple of weeks.